Welcome to episode 160 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Gatorade sponsorship of the NBA D-League. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? So my fact, um, I was actually interviewed by Digiday a few days ago, so I don't know when this episode is going to come out. So this week, earlier in the week, um, and the article on Digiday, if anyone wants to read it, is more options and misunderstandings, quote unquote, media buying on Snapchat confuses advertisers. So they, uh, I, sp- I spoke to UU over there, he's a great writer over Digiday, and we kind of hashed out a bunch of stuff. You know, obviously when you do these kind of interviews, you only get a little top level peek at, you know, couple couple of uh, quotes here and there uh but we dug deep and it's made me think you and i really do need to do the snapchat episode and asap my fact about me of the day i'm running my first race of the year this saturday nice. i believe it's a mardi gras 10k nice. mrs bacon signed up uh it's been nice in chicago the last week or so so i figured uh let's get back on that horse and by the way i have not forgot about jerome from Tough Mudder saying oh, yeah. that I should run the Tough Mudder this year, which uh, I'm very close to pulling the trigger on. Oh, that's awesome. Well, pre-congrats on your on your race there, man. Yes, it'll be uh, – it should be fun. It'll be one – I don't know if it's the Mardi Gras, but it's something like that. <sighs> I, know, I don't pay attention to details. Just show up on race day. <laughs> exactly. Which brings us back to today's topic, Gatorade sponsorship of the NBA D-League, now called the G-League. And this is the first time one of the four big U.S. pro sports leagues has named an entitlement sponsor. And shout out to uh, Kevin Catani for also sending us, asking us on Twitter what our thoughts are on this. Brian, right out of the gate, I loved it from just my very first reaction. I was like, oh, I'm now more interested in the D-League with Gatorade attached to it than if it was just the D-League. Oh, 100%. I mean, I I think it's awesome. And this is one of those really great examples where a brand fits exactly the the mold. It's, It's not trying to be something that it's not. Gatorade, NBA, basketball, like it all makes sense to a thousand percent. And so this is something where both sides of that transaction really wins, where Gatorade wins, the NBA wins. Um, the D League almost sounds like, I think G League sounds cooler than like D League, like you get D's in, in high school. You know, like, I don't know. I think I think it's really, really cool rebranding of the Development League. And I also um, think that it's a really smart sponsorship deal for Gatorade. Yeah, they should cue some Montel. This is how we do it. Ever since I was a little lowercase G, but now I'm a big G. <laughs> wow, throwback. Yeah, right? That would wow. totally work. This is how we do it. Amazing. Welcome for that beautiful singing, guys. <laughs> uh, so the logo for this is a silhouette of a man grabbing a basketball. Beneath him is the Gatorade signature G trademark. Uh, this logo is going to be on game balls, jerseys, on-court signage, and obviously league digital assets. I really liked the logo there. And then digging a little bit further into this, um, the Institute scientists will partner with NBA G League on player nutrition and training programs, incorporating the newest technology and innovations in Gatorade testing, product, and equipment. So, Brian, this makes complete sense because they want to work with the best of the best athletes. So what better training ground than the new G League? 
Oh, absolutely. And and we know that Gatorade has been going really, really hard off of like technology and customization for athletes, you know, before, during and after and all these other variables. So it just makes sense to where Gatorade is clearly headed into this more like technical sports science type of route. So to put this together, get the branding as well as utilize them as part of the ongoing experimentation um, and, you know, in sports science and, and nutrition, it just completely makes sense. And one of the interesting things is that um, Gatorade is owned by PepsiCo and Coke now Gatorade has always been attached to the NBA for a long time but Coca-Cola was an official sponsor of the NBA until 2015 when PepsiCo took over that spot. So now that PepsiCo Jones Gatorade has more leverage with the NBA, I'm sure that that had something to do with them coming in and say, listen, let's do something bigger now that you know we're a bigger piece of the NBA as a whole. While we're keeping on the theme of soundtrack from this, let's get a little G-Unit. <laughs> get he said in there. Yes. Uh, also with this, the NBA and Gatorade will collaborate on custom behind-the-scenes video content, which will capture the NBA G League players on their journeys, highlighting a shared commitment to enhancing performance through innovation. Uh, looking at some quotes here from Mary Scott, the president of Global Integration Integrated Communication for Sports and Entertainment Agency, UEG. Uh, they call this a monumental deal. It's not just for Gatorade. It's going deeper, supporting the messaging and the positioning. goes across multiple channels for the brand around recovery and more of the Gatorade sports science and how it helps athletes. This is what marketing is in 2017 and moving forward if you're doing it right. It's not just slapping a logo on somewhere. It is really understanding what is your value as a brand, what is your communication as a brand, what are the things that you're trying to achieve as a brand, and then figuring out a sponsorship deal that isn't just putting a logo and some you know out-of-home advertisement up. It's becoming integrated with the sport itself or with the team and then vice versa, the team sponsor, you know, partnering up with sponsors that are going to give them more than just some some revenue, you know, partnering up in this level, which is, you know, they get the activations from Gatorade. They get obviously some of the sports science behind it, uh, the promotion of the, you know, the, the G League itself from Gatorade. Um, it's a really smart partnership all around. And then, of course, the content play, because you and I said this all the time, content is where it's at, video especially. That's not going to slow down. It's going to become more and more. So they're already starting from that position. And I think it's a really, really smart play. And whether you're a big brand or a small brand or a team, this use this as the example of like, this is how you're supposed to be marketing. Also on this soundtrack, regulators <laughs> mount up by Warren G. Yeah. Oh, Love him. So, so Brian, here's a question for you. Uh, the NBA now G League. Let's talk about actually getting people to watch this. Because the D-League has had little to no viewership. Put it this way. It's not on my radar. And I don't I'll watch. watch. I'll watch darts and pool. So, <laughs> if it, so what can they do to elevate it? Because I'm sitting here thinking, all right, you've got college basketball. Sure, we've got um, – we, we're used to we know these teams Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Gonzaga. So we, we've got some brand recognition there. But if it's like the, the Sioux City Barnstormers or something, I don't even know if that's a real team. <laughs> but how do they get us to care about that to where now this sponsorship could potentially have an even higher return if they can raise the profile of the G League through the 
play on the court or the storytelling or something else to actually get us to care about the league. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit of all of the above, right? Where there has to be something more than just the league itself. And maybe Gatorade is that, you know, extra bit that connects the two together. And, you know, maybe there's a longer story that's ongoing outside of just those specific games, but how Gatorade is training and through nutrition and sports science helping to elevate their game and they're improving and look at not just, you know, how they played today, but look at what's happening and how they're all developing. I think it turns almost into like a little mini documentary. I don't know if that's the way that they're going, um, but definitely I think live streaming is also going to be something that helps uh, get more reach and find the people who do care about the G League or the D League, whatever you want to call it now. Um, find those people because they're out there. Now you can connect with them in an easier way and you can track it. And again, it's, it's, it's trying to figure out what's the story beyond just the game and these players and maybe between Gatorade and, and the NBA. There's... They can figure out that story. Oh, I really like that because I watched the NFL networks undrafted. Yes. And I'm just sitting here thinking about, all right, if they were to create a uh, hoop dream style yep. documentary on making it through the G League. There because you go. imagine had they done this, whatever, five years ago when Jeremy Lin goes yep. from nothing to insanity and had they been tracking all that, uh, which could be very similar to what we said about Tom Brady's agent starting that NFL or non-college yes. football league where it's going to all about the storytelling to where the games are going to be secondary. But now if you can attach yourself to specific players in their storyline narrative, there it is, man, that's connecting the dots. That's, that's what it is. Those examples are exactly right. And I think that if they can figure out how to do that, it gives people like you and I a reason to watch outside of just like, who are these players? Now it's a story. That's right. That's what people want. They want a story end of the day and i would still love to watch or see the story watch or see i'd love to see the story <laughs> redundant on the increase in performance of these athletes because i find that interesting to see what can gatorade actually do what's in the testing because yeah. if you love sports i would love to see behind the scenes i mean look what espn does with sports science yes that stuff's interesting people love it i love it that's the kind of stuff that i like to watch so even if it's out of context with the actual games itself that's the stuff that i pay attention to and i think there's a lot of people like that it, it crosses it makes the audience a lot bigger than just people that want to watch the g league so brian what's your takeaway my takeaway figure out how to tell a story because i think at the end of the day marketers whether you're on the team or brand side or you're on the organization side or even the agency side start to overthink what it is that we're doing. We're just telling stories, man. We're just telling stories. And if you're just trying to sell a product with no story, like, hey, buy my thing, buy my widget. There's no story there. I have no emotional reason to give a crap. However, if there's some level of story and Gatorade is a great example of that, which is like they've, you know, they, they invented the Gatorade, you know, to, to help the, the team back in the eighties or whatever it was. And, you know, and all of a sudden, and now they've, they've continued with that momentum of that story. And this is just another evolution of that sports science journey, sports nutrition journey. It's understand. What's your story? What's your story? What's my story? What are the listener stories? What's the team stories? What's the brand story? Not just what's the thing you're selling. Because if you're just trying to sell stuff, especially today, people really need to understand like why why do I care? And if there's a story, people have a reason to care. What's your story? Morning glory. <laughs> Shout out to a little oasis. Wow, you're going all in on the tunes today, man. I love Dude. it. So I guess my takeaway then is have an awesome soundtrack for anything that you do. For me, the soundtrack of my life, I love me some music. But if you go to a party 
or an event and the music's awful, hmm. I instantly ding you. The, True. Having, having good music is an absolute must. So if you're throwing an event, make sure to put somebody in charge who understands what the DJ is going to be playing. And for all of you who are engaged or soon to be for my wedding, I had the entire, I created the playlist. We literally just hired a DJ to push a button because I don't trust anybody to throw a party other than myself. So do that. Be on top of the music because that's how you make a party go boom. Fact about Rob of the day part two. Music is a big part of your life. Serious. Yes. You're serious Uh, about this. There's a lot we can dig into on that. Uh, All right, Brian, time for today's action item. And guys, I want you to tweet Brian or I, what is one storytelling platform or way that you want to tell your brand story that you haven't done yet? Whether it's podcasting, live streaming, video, you want to get better on social media engagement. What is it that you haven't done yet? And then let us know why haven't you done it? And what are you going to do to change that? Because we want you to live in action. Tell your brand story. Let your fans love you. If you're not going to hold yourself accountable, Rob and I will. Yeah. Yeah. 